FM, Digital HD3, Seattle. CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. An attorney for pitcher Roger Clemens says his client is angry and disappointed at being linked to the use of performance-enhancing drugs. He is really, really concerned and upset that he has been named in this report. Clemens, just one of the big names on the report released today that said illegal steroids have been in widespread use in Major League Baseball for more than a decade. CNN's Steve Kastenbaum reports baseball's commissioner promises a response. Commissioner Bud Selig said he embraces all of the recommendations in the report. Those recommendations that I can implement independently I will do so immediately. But others are subject to the collective bargaining agreement with the Players Union. And we will be reaching out to Don Fair and the Players Association in the immediate future. Former Senate Majority Leader George Mitchell cautioned against imposing punishments on players. Instead, he said baseball must move forward from this. But Selig said, I will deal with the active players identified by Senator Mitchell. He'll do so on a case-by-case basis. Steve Kastenbaum, CNN, New York. Active players linked to steroids in the report include home run King Barry Bonds, Yankee slugger Jason Giambi, and pitcher Andy Pettit, Astro shortstop Miguel Tejada, and many more. The Senate late today passed an energy bill that calls for better gas mileage and more ethanol. The measure got strong bipartisan support. After Democrats dropped efforts to impose billions of dollars in new taxes on big oil. At today's Democratic presidential debate, Senator Barack Obama says it won't be an easy undoing eight years of damage caused by the Bush administration, but he'll try once he's president. I'll call in my new attorney general to review every single executive order that's been issued by George Bush. Uh, And any of those that have undermined our Constitution or subverted our civil liberties are going to be reversed. The Democratic candidates were mostly cordial today in the Iowa debate. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. Learn about chakras and energy medicine. Listen to Marie Mary Cherry Show every Thursday night between 7 and 8 p.m. and an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Brought to you by Alicia Weinberg, acupuncturist in Woodenville, Washington. For more information for Alicia Weinberg, you can contact her at www.iafa.com, A-Y-A-F-F-A.com. Marie is excited to announce a new class lineup for next year. In addition to her weekend Reiki workshop, which she will teach twice next year in the Seattle area and once in Oregon, she is adding a new workshop entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. Marie's one-day workshops will include her annual automatic writing class, backed by popular demand. New to the schedule for next year includes a class that will take an in-depth look to understanding illnesses facing children. As more and more of our children are faced with increasing illnesses and challenges, we as members of their families and society need to gain a better understanding as to what is behind these illnesses from a spiritual and energetic basis. Another exciting new class is entitled The Energy Medicine Experience. Join Marie in learning how to expand on the experience of energy medicine. Marie will also continue her traditional monthly evening classes covering a host of interesting topics, new and old as well as expanding her teachings to outside Washington State. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and further details. Listen to the Marie Manu Cherry Show live Thursday evenings, 7 to 8 p.m. with an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Every Thursday between noon and 1 and 7 and 8 p.m. Brought to you by Sorio Passio ARNP at the Woodenville Women's Healthcare Clinic.
views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome everyone to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It's another Thursday evening, luckily not too cold outside again, um, so we're having nice weather. In fact, I think it's hard for most people to believe that Christmas is around the corner. So Tom, have you um, finished your Christmas shopping yet? <laughs> better, better question is, have I started? <laughs> okay, so you haven't started no, either? I, dude, I'm so busy, I have not had the time. <laughs> I haven't had the time, the, but that is why the internet is my friend. Okay, so you're going to do some last-minute ordering online? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, my mom's been helping me out with oh, good. stuff for my family. You're having your mom help you out? Well, just with <laughs> ideas, just with ideas. I don't know what to get my sister or my dad, because yeah. I haven't seen them in like a year. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. And you're going to see them for the holidays, right? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know when the next time I'll see them. Oh. So. oh, I'm really sorry. It's okay. Which, you know, how you're feeling and it's being expressed on the air is kind of what the show is about today, but uh, the show tonight is really about people who have passed over, so not your family, thankfully. Thank you know, God. <laughs> many of your family members are here, although at one time I did see your grandfather behind you. Remember we talked about it yes, that we one did. time? Yeah. He's not back there now, is he? Um, he is, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tonight we're going to be talking about the other side and, and what it's like to be a medium. And my hope is that when callers call in that um, I will be able to recognize some of their family members standing around them or friends and pass on messages. So why don't you um, tell us or you know share the 800 number again so that people will know where to call. Well, certainly, if you have a question for Marie and would like to give us a call, give us a call at one 825 8828 and that's toll-free. One more time, that number, 877-825-8828. Great. Well, you know, I, I must say I'm having a little bit of trouble getting into the Christmas spirit this year. You know, I've, I've been, in the past, a hardcore Christmas mom with everything decorated in the tree up, and last year I was spoiled when we went to Hawaii for the holidays, yeah. and I didn't have to put up a tree and no decorations, and it was just gorgeous outside and no shopping because that was the present was the trip, right? Yeah. And so my daughter, um, Mariam, called me from college the other day. She's coming home on Saturday, and she goes, Mom, can I at least put the lights up on the house? And I said, well, only if you promise to take them down before you go back Uh. to school. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. I think she might put up the lights and not take them down. And not take them down. She probably won't take them down. Yeah, I don't think so. So I'll I'll have some lights eventually (laughs) on the house. (laughs) Well, there you go. I'm uh, rather the same way myself. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of feel that the commercialization of Christmas has gone a little too far. Right. And that, you know, take take it a step back. Yeah. It should be about hanging out with family. Right. And, having a good time. Yeah. yeah. And doing yeah. what makes you happy. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. 
So the other side is, um, in my opinion, I call it the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is about four and a half feet away from your physical body. You know, so the fifth dimension is a, an area, time-space reality, that is different from the time-space reality that we currently live in in this third-dimensional space. And so when people pass over, when they leave their bodies, the majority of them will go to the other side or this fifth-dimensional time-space reality. So what's the fourth one? The fourth one, that's a great question. The fourth dimension is called the astral plane, or other names refer to it as the psychic realm. Oh. And um, so when your grandfather you know, ca- crosses over to be close to you, he has to walk through the astral plane. So the astral plane is this vast body. Um, it's bigger than the Earth, the planet Earth, and it's this vast body of energy that has past lives on it and all kinds of interesting energy, psychic hmm. phenomena. So intuitives pull a lot of energy from the astral plane and use the information there to give them information about human beings or life here on Earth. Oh, wow. So it's like a huge, vast library, if you will, but not very organized. It's a very fast-moving, fast-placed, paced um, area. So it's not very organized. You have to kind of be skilled at collecting the information and then deciphering what it means. It's like a library without any kind of Dewey Decimal system. Yeah, I I would say that's about (laughs) right. So that's why some people who are naturally intuitive, unless they learn certain skills, may feel confused or frightened or uncomfortable. Well, I mean, got to be a lot of information coming at you at once. Yeah, it is. And then you have to filter it. Tough to sort through all that. Yeah. Mm. And then find the areas that feel the best to you. So being a medium, in my mind, is someone who stands in a bridge, a bridge between where we all live in this third dimensional space and the fifth dimensional space. So is the bridge in the astral plane? Perhaps. I hadn't really thought of that before, but perhaps it is. And before I realized I was a medium, because I had no idea I was going to be a medium and had no desire to be a medium, actually, (laughs) um, I began to have what I what I have commonly referred to as bridge dreams. I had Hmm. dreams while I'm sleeping at night that I was standing on a bridge. And I wrote about this recently in my most recent news article. So if you want to read about it, um, you can go to my website, um, energyintuitive.com, and click on newsletter, and you can read the article about being a medium. So anyway, um, standing on the bridge, you know, uh, night after night in my dreams, or very frequently, um, I began to actually sense um, energy uh, to the left-hand side of me, which um, felt um, foreign. It was almost like a dark curtain. Mm. And I felt like the dark curtain was beckoning me to come near it, but yeah. I didn't really want to. I was kind of feeling uncomfortable. And then to the other side of me um, was the earth plane, all my friends, family, people that I know. Eventually in my dreams, I began to stand close to the curtain and then the curtain disappeared and I saw all these faces of lovely people smiling at me and mm. being friendly and happy to see me. Yeah. And I later realized that... Um, that was kind of my introduction to be able to stand in the middle. Yeah, that's interesting imagery. Yeah. yeah. A lot of intuitive information is um, explained symbolically because yeah. sometimes the you know, human language doesn't really cover the depths of mysticism. So there's a lot of symbolism in understanding mysticism. Um, so that's what a medium is. They can stand in the middle of a bridge you know, and be this interpreter. And energy is energy, just like... Um, here in the radio station, this beautiful countertop that, you know, it's huge, takes up this huge space in this room. It's made out of energy, even though it looks completely solid. Yeah. And so people on the other side are more energy than you are. I are right there. F- hmm. And so if you can see energy or communicate with it or feel it, then you can ultimately, if you choose to connect to people who are mostly energy. Hmm. And so that's what it's like. It's you're just talking to different forms of energy and hopefully understanding what these subatomic particles are trying to tell you. 
It's, yeah. it's like the force from Star Wars. <laughs> it's like the force from <laughs> Star Wars. And so our 800 number here for those of you who would like to call in and ask questions. And you can ask a question about anything, as always. Um, and then tonight we're talking about mediumship. The number is one eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. Um, and every day in my practice, I actually talk to people who live on the other side. So today I had, you know, clients and I spoke to family members in every session that I had. Wow. Yeah. And so that's a normal part of my day. And hmm. what surprises me is how much people who are no longer in a body want to tell their loved ones and their friends and family um, how much they miss them. They apologize for certain things that happened in the past. And most of the time, the people who are laying um, on a table getting an energy session from me are usually crying or very, very touched by yeah. the exchange. So it's a profound experience to be able to help people deal with the, their loved ones who yeah. are no longer in a body. Well, that's a very touchy subject. It is. Well, it it's is a, a t- very intimate, I mean. It is There's a better word subject. for that. Yeah. yeah. Better intimate. It is a very intimate subject. So one of my very first experiences um, of being a medium was when I worked in the hospital. And I don't remember if, if I've told this story here on the air. So, um, Tom, if you remember, you let me know. And maybe I'll find another one to, <laughs> to record. But the very first story or experience that I recall was when I was a nurse in a hospital. And um, I, had a, I was a charge nurse, and a woman started to talk to me that I couldn't see very well. And uh, she wanted me to visit her son, who was a patient in the hospital. And I didn't know what room he was in. I didn't know who he was. And I kind of kind of blew her off. I'm a little embarrassed to say it today, but truly I was overworked and tired and I, I didn't know what she really wanted me to do. S- instead of being patient and perhaps asking her some questions, <laughs> I just continued on my busy day. And so ultimately by the end of the day, after she had kind of yelled at me nicely, <sighs> but tried to get my attention three or four times, um, uh, I could feel the desperation in her voice, mm. you know, that she really wanted me to talk to her son. And when I felt that desperation, it's almost like my um, discomfort of being tired and not really being patient with her went away. And immediately I knew which room her son was in. In Hmm. fact, I looked straight ahead and I saw a door and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's in that room. So I um, spoke to the nurse who was taking care of this man. And by then the nursing staff um, knew what I would be doing when I go to visit their patients, <laughs> you know, that I was going to be talking to them about energy medicine or something very odd. And so I went to um, his nurse and asked her if I could speak to her patient. And she said yes. And I went in there and explained to him who I was. I was grateful that day, as I was many days, that I was a charge nurse, so I didn't look like I was too crazy. And um, asked him if his mother had passed. And he said yes. And I asked her if she was a, a bossy woman. And he laughed very um, loudly and said yes. And I said, well, she's been talking to me all day, trying to get me into your room. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to, you know, lay hands on you and try to get information from her um, to give to him. And so when I laid hands on him, I was told that he was very concerned that he was going to be, he wouldn't be able to go home from the hospital. He was quite ill. And Mm -hmm. he was afraid that this was his last you know few days or few weeks on earth and his mother knew that it wasn't Mm. and so she told me to tell him that he was going home and he had more time left and uh, he was very relieved and so Mm. now when people approach me even at starbucks because it does happen every once in a while um i pass on the messages (laughs) even if i'm really busy i figure if they're going to work that hard to run me down at starbucks (laughs) (laughs) that um i owe it to their loved one to pass on a message Yeah. So I noticed that we have a caller on the line. We do. We have Iris on the line. Great. Hi, Iris. Hi. How are you? 
pretty good. How about you? I'm great. Thank you. And what can I do for you? Um, I am have been frustrated with my um, work, mm-hmm. and I don't know, is it because I'm ready or... You mean I ready to leave your out. job? <laughs> is that what you mean? Is that why you're is is that why you think that you're frustrated because you're ready to move on? I think so, but I'm not sure if I'm if I should be thinking that way. Well, here's what I think: if you are not exactly happy with what you're doing, then that's usually a sign that you perhaps need to be doing something else. So to be frustrated or uncomfortable is usually means you're on the right track, but it also means that maybe you need to be a little bit more patient or ask yourself personal questions so that you'll have a clear direction to go towards. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think you do have a, a tendency to get frustrated when things are not running in the same time le- level that you would like them to be, even when it's not work-related. Is that true? Um, I have mellowed. Uh, you have lot. mellowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I truly do. Um, and and so just know that this is, you're moving back in a little bit back into an, an old pattern. You know where frustration was just an easier way to kind of um, not face something that feels uncomfortable. And I'm I don't know for sure, but I'm just assuming that you need a complete career change. Is that true? Um, I don't know. Well. It's similar, but it's not the same. Okay, so so oh, do you mind um, saying what you do currently? I'm a, a, a graphic designer. Oh, that's a lovely job. And what do you want to do? Well, I um, I think I want to be a writer and a product designer, specifically with paper. Ooh, that sounds lovely. What I actually get, and um, and the product designer, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what you want to design. The writing feels excellent to me, and what I get about your writing is that you really want to write to people or for people. You know, you want like there's a message that you want to share. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so to me, you really want to work with people. You know, even maybe if you're going to be sitting back a little bit from a situation, but you want to work for people rather, you know, graphic artists work, of course you're working with people, but you're also doing a lot of more independent work. And, and the beautiful thing about having the skills that you have is that you can design your own website if you need to, or illustrate your book cover or the products that you want to develop, you know, things of that nature. So how much time do you spend writing? Um, I have been for the, um, since, September, mm-hmm. I had an idea for a book, and I was writing a lot. And uh-huh. lately, you know, because I can't leave my clients hanging, sure. so I have to move over to um, do other things. And, and um, last week, I got really frustrated right. about being on computer all the time. Mm-hmm. So I decided to make a memo pad out of all the paper I have left over and magazine ads. Excellent. And so, and then I'm hoping to sell it and donate the money to the flood, flood, uh, flooded people down in um, Centralia. Oh, oh, that's really lovely of you. Thank you for wanting to do that. So, here's what I'm going to recommend that you do for 2008. You need a to store some time away from you. Think of yourself as a squirrel and you're going to store time away from work so that you can work on your book. And then I would love for you to either join a writing group, a small group, or begin to share what you're writing with your friends because I think that will help keep you inspired and excited about the task that's in front of you. (laughs) Sorry about that. That's (laughs) okay. That's all right. So do you think you could do that? 
Who would call me at this hour? <laughs> oh, it's your it's your line yeah, coming it's through. My line. Yeah, it's okay. So, it, at any rate, do you think you could do that? Actually, take some time, even if it's half a day, or all day Saturday morning, or all day Sunday morning, where you're going to go ahead and um, squirrel away some time for yourself and do some writing, and then join a group so you can share this or with your friends. You know, maybe every couple of weeks you're going to share some of your writing so that you can continue to be inspired and motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to point out, too, that there is a woman standing behind you. I noticed her right away when I began to speak with you. Uh-huh. She has brown hair. Um, it's shoulder length. Um, um, so can I continue? Yeah, okay. So it's brown hair, shoulder length, and there's a little bit of wave in her hair. It, it's almost like I, her hair looks actually rather straight to me, but the strands are slightly kinked. And so there's just this little bit of wave in her hair. Uh-huh. Um, her nose is kind of a dominant fe- feature on her face. So it, I kind of feel like her eyes are maybe a little bit smaller in her um, lips, but her nose you know, is more prominent for me when I look at her face. If I had to guess an age, I would say that you know, maybe she's in her mid-50s. Um, lean woman. Uh, does this sound like anyone that you know that's passed over? Actually, no. No. Okay. So do you have any aunts who are not living anymore? Yes. Okay. Does this sound like any of them? Um, I have... There's one that um, passed mm-hmm. a long, long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. Would she have been, you know, in I her... I think that would be... And she's very fashionable. Fashionable? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not seeing a ton of fashion. She's wearing a black mock turtleneck and black pants, huh. but she does have a nice figure. You know, she's not overweight. She's and has a nice figure. So I don't know if these are designer clothes or not. You know, I, they're, they're just all dark clothing to me. And um, so d- the woman that I described, though, did, did your aunt look like that? Did she have um, brown hair? Yeah, they, they both have brown hair. <laughs> okay. Oh, and there's two that have passed over. Yeah. Yeah. Because the one um, word that I heard was aunt. So one of, you know, one of your aunts is standing next to you. And what I'm kind of getting from her um, to it's this is a message for you is in your family, there hasn't been a lot of risk takers. You know, at least this is the interpretation I'm getting from her. So that means that people follow along whatever they think they need to do to be responsible in life. Mm -hmm. And she's asking you to go against the family pattern and to be a risk taker. Oh, I thought I was the crazy one already. <laughs> okay, well, good. Because it looks like you're going to need the energy to go ahead and risk, you know, creating the career that you really want to have. So she's supporting you in that. Okay. Okay? All okay. right. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you very much. All righty. So I noticed that we have one more call on the line. So why don't we go ahead and take that call and then um, then go to a break? Does that okay. sound good? Uh, it's up to you. It's your show. <laughs> okay. So we, we do what we do what you want to do. Oh right, I love it. Okay, I have to remember. I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm in charge. Okay. We, so, so let's go ahead and take our caller, and then we'll go to break after that. Okay. And forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name, caller, but I believe we have Sam on the line. Hello, Hello? Sam. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thank you. Great. What can I do for you? Right. Um, well, I have a question about... I had two questions. I'm trying to decide which one I want to ask. Well, you just go right ahead. We'll see if we can answer both of them. Okay. Okay. First question has to do with music and self-expression. Mm-hmm. And um, I know this is a big theme in my life. I know it's something um, I'm supposed to get... Well, not supposed to, but something <laughs> I really feel passionately yeah. you know, directed towards. And I'm curious... I'm having I'm having some troubles with 
just letting it go, letting go and releasing to the creative process and um, really honing in, um, focusing and seeing that, having that message. Mm-hmm. I have a message and I'm just trying to, you know, kind of get it out. Without you, know, you are such a passionate person. Up. <laughs> you're, you're passionate, you're creative. I absolutely agree. Just go for it. There's an old family pattern in, in your body and it's more dominant on your mother's side than your father's side. And it, the pattern to me says, if you're doing things um, that are really fun, then it's not really working. And, and so then, of course, it doesn't. It means that you're not going to be successful, and that is not true. That's just an old family belief, and so that's why sometimes it kind of creeps up and it and makes you think, oh, who am I to think that I can do this? You know, who am I to think that I can have this in my life? But the truth is, everyone deserves to be happy and have a career that feeds them passionately, as well as a healthy relationship and a healthy body and and wonderful resources. That's normal for human beings. So I think you should 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 continue this lovely creative um, outlet that you so much enjoy and tell yourself regularly that you deserve this. Okay. Are you still there? I'm yeah. still here. I'm okay. still here. I'm, okay. to, I'm like, I'm going to pull over in the library so I can Oh, yeah. More. Yeah. That's, and it's kind of hard to drive and talk to me at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your, that family pattern is false. It's not real. Okay? Okay. So what can you do when it comes up? What do you think that you could do to help yourself move into a healthy coping mechanism? When you get scared, um, is it just allowing or releasing or forgiving? Um, yeah, and all of those. Letting, just acknowledging that that's just an old family yes. pattern and thing. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I, I would just be completely honest with yourself that number one, you're in the pattern, so that you won't ignore that you're in a pattern, and then okay. number two, tell yourself the truth that everyone deserves to be incredibly happy, and you're lucky to have discovered what makes you happy. You know, that's a blessing. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I wish you a happy holiday. Okay. Do I get to ask my other question? Okay. You go right ahead and ask <laughs> the other question. What is it? Okay. The other question is about a relationship. Uh huh. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm, ah, I feel like I'm making all these wrong decisions in a relationship. And then there's all these signs that are telling me that I should, you know, kind of fix it and focus uh-huh. or not focus, but let it, let it happen or, get involved but I'm just like I'm just not sure if, if that's really what's happening or if I or if I messed it up too much already it's not going to happen or what and you're talking about a particular person right a particular yeah. person yeah and, and I'm not getting a I'm not getting a yay about this person. So I, I think that it would be best for, and of course, you don't have to do anything I say, right? I want you to use your own in- intuition on every aspect of your life. But okay. I'm, I'm not getting, I'm not all excited. I'm not super happy when I think about it. And so maybe stop processing whether you should or not do it or, and actually ask yourself what you're feeling when you're around this person. And if you feel fantastic, then that's a great sign. But if you don't, that's another great sign that needs, means you need to walk in a different direction. Okay. Yeah, instead of trying to talk yourself into something because other people have said that it's a good idea. Yeah. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you so much right. and happy holidays. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So now we're going to go on that break, right? So stay tuned, everyone, to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We will be back in a few moments. And what's that phone number again, Tom? Yeah, if you have a question for Marie, give us a call at one eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. One more time, that number, 877 877- Eight two five eight eight two eight, and that is toll free. Great, and we'll be right back.
Looking for a great holiday gift idea? How about a CD from Marie Manu Cherry? Marie currently has four CDs available. The seven primary chakras balance your human energy system. On this CD, Marie shares her clairvoyant side of the chakra system, what the chakras look like, their emotional component, and the anatomical areas of the human body they govern. Embrace your intuition. This CD is a teaching tool intended to help you learn how to access valuable intuitive information for you and your life so that you can live the fullest, happiest possible life. Over the years, Marie has developed techniques so that she too can access this type of information when working with her clients. She has taught these techniques in classes, and now they're available for you to learn with ease and in the convenience of your own home. An evening with Marie Manucherry and friends. Once per month, Marie's two-hour class creates a space where like-minded people can gather to learn and share with one another in the expansion of consciousness. Her classes are recorded live and consist of individual readings as well as audience questions and contain a wealth of information. Two CDs are currently available for your enjoyment. Get to know your human energy system. Marie explains the power of energy medicine to maintain health and wellness emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Connecting to the positive field of intuition. There is an unlimited supply of whatever you want in life just waiting for you to tap into it. Through her ability to see, hear, and move energy, Marie will share the deeper awareness necessary to connect to all there is so that you may live in abundant joy, love, health, and wealth. To order any of these CDs, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Listen to The Marie Manu Cherry Show live Thursday evenings, 7 to 8 p.m. with an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Every Thursday between noon and 1 and 7 and 8 p.m. Brought to you by Sorio Passio ARNP at the Woodenville Women's Healthcare Clinic. Eleven fifty KKNW dot com. Your connection to Alternative Talk. Eleven fifty AM. Okay, now we can hear it. So if, if out there in radio world, you've been hearing me talking to Tom, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, they didn't hear anything. They didn't hear it, no. yeah. <laughs> didn't hear I, I couldn't hear a thing, and so yeah. Tom fixed it, and now we can all hear each other. Ah, the joys of live radio. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes. So um, we're actually in the studio, and on break, um, Sora Pacio, who's going to be on the show next week, she's the nurse practitioner who owns her own women's healthcare clinic in Woodenville. She asked me a really good question. So she came into the studio today to hang out with us before she comes on the air next week. And um, Zora asked me if um, people on the other side, if it's easy for us to understand them or hear them, and is it like beautiful wind that comes through our body when someone's talking to us or sunshine, you know, um, or the moon, something significant that's symbolic, or is it actually words? And it's really a little bit of both. It depends on the individual. If the person in in a body can be happy and not really sad about the fact that they've lost someone when they're thinking about them, because when people are standing next to you and want to communicate to you, uh, you will have a spontaneous thought of them. 
even if you haven't thought about them in years. You know, I have some friends who passed away years ago, you know, maybe 15 years ago um, that I'm very close or I was close to. And every once in a while, they just spontaneously come into my memory. And when that happens, that means they're standing right next to you. And so your job at that point is to get happy, which is hard for people because when they think of the person they love, they get sad. They think of the moment of their death or how much they've missed them. So people on the other side live in a place that's drenched in joy, and they have a much higher frequency or vibration in the atmosphere than we do here on Earth. And so it's kind of like they're on smooth jazz radio station. And when we're sad thinking about them, then we're on a country music station. So we're not on the same station. So it's that, that, that was just a great analogy. That okay, was great. Good. And, and so it's really hard to communicate. They can be yelling at you, I'm right here, I love you, I'm fine. And the person's crying, oh, I miss my dad, you know. And <laughs> that's why it was such the perfect analogy, because that's like old country to me. Yeah, right well, because countries, yeah, yeah. you know, the dog dies yeah. and the woman the leaves you in your car. Gone, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so your frequency is low, and so it's hard to connect to your loved ones. So when that happens, when you're when your vibration's low, you want to get happy. So stop thinking about your dad for a moment or your mom and just get really, really happy. And then you can, you might even be able to hear them. And that's why we will see lights flickering or people will get, have see pennies that just magically appear in front of them or um, they'll smell a scent of mm. a loved one because their loved one is working so hard to somehow move energy in the physical world so that they will know without a shadow of a doubt that they are right there next to them, thinking of them and loving them. Hmm. And it's hard when you're not in a body to move energy in the physical world. I see people all the time on the other side with these manuals learning how to move a penny you know, out of a purse or out of a drawer to someplace in the middle of the floor where someone's going to go, oh my gosh, because pennies yeah. are fairly symbolic with the other side. Are they? Yes. Now, I yeah. did not know that. How how does that work? I don't really know. I, I think it's just been something that's been passed down, you know, socially huh. for a very long time that it means that someone is thinking of you who lives on the other side. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have never heard that before. Yeah. yeah wow. It's pretty common. So I noticed we have a caller on the line from Indiana, actually. We do. We have Lorraine on the line. Hi, Lorraine. What can I do for you? Hello. Hi. Uh, Marie, I'm wanting to know... I. What energy blocks I may currently have that are causing uh, physical and health symptoms in my body? Mm -hmm. And have you had these physical and health issues on and off for a while? Yes, I yeah. have for several years. Yeah, because I see a chronic condition that kind of comes and goes. And, and, mm -hmm. and so that would tell me that overall you're having some autoimmune disorder. You know, so that means your immune system is repressed in some fashion in your body, you know, most likely through the endocrine system. And that's why it's so hard to diagnose what's going on with you and then to treat it or to maintain the treatment, right? Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things. Number one, you're leaking energy out of your lower spine. So on, on the sacrum, you know, the back portion of your hip area, I'm seeing a leak of energy. Now, this is the back portion to your second chakra. And what I'm being told when I'm in your pelvic cavity, I'm literally on the iliac crest, the bones that are on the top of the hip area. And what I'm being told when I'm in that area is that you used to be a person who had a hard time saying no. And no. I, Pardon? Very true. Yeah. And so you used to say yes, 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 all the time to everything. And, and now you don't do that anymore. But during all that time, you, um, the energy inside the pelvic cavity became diffused, powerless, kind of weak, because the second chakra is all about, um, it's all about your career, money, intimate partnership, close personal friends and creativity. I call it the juicy chakra. And so that means in most of your relationships, whether it's work or family or um, even your intimate partnerships, you gave a lot of yourself rather than also letting people give back to you. 
And and so the energy within your pelvic cavity became pretty low, which of course can affect the ovaries, which could even if you, whether they're you know you're using them these days or not, it can certainly affect the rest of your endocrine system. You have stopped that a couple years ago, where you kind of got what you thought was mean, and you believe me, you didn't get mean, you got fair. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. And so you're right on on this. Oh, thank you. And so you started to say no, which is fantastic. Um, but what still is a little bit of a struggle for you is now letting people into your life who can give to you as much as you can give to them. And so, you know, you stopped giving and overgiving, I should say overgiving. Mm-hmm. And now there's a place where you need to be able to let people into your life who can be just as nurturing and offer as much love and support to you as you can to them. And so what I'm noticing when I'm in your aura and the second layer of the field, there's just a little bit of a, a shell meaning that you're protecting yourself and your emotions because you're a little afraid to get too close. What you're afraid of most, in my opinion, is you're afraid to really be loved. Okay. And so the, there's, as energy moves into your aura and then into your body, it's not moving in a smooth pattern because of the fact that um, you're, you're afraid to be loved, which a lot of people are, by the way. They just think that they're afraid to be hurt. But we, all of us have been hurt, and we know how to survive from that. But not everyone knows how to let someone love them. Is this making um, sense to you? The second it's part? making wonderful sense. <laughs> okay. So, Can I ask a question with yeah. regards to what you've said so far? Yeah. Let me give you a quick homework assignment, and then I'd love to hear your question. Okay. Okay. So your homework assignment is to, I want you to throw a couple temper tantrums twice a week. So Temper tantrums. Yeah. I can do that. Good. I want you to lay down on the floor, kick and scream and yell like you're two or four. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Because what happens to people who overgive is they build up resentment and then it clogs the energy in the pelvic cavity. And in your case, the emotional part, um, it's a kind of a secondary factor. It's because you're really smart and, and because you're, you're smart, your energy's smart too. And so it's fine. It's found two ways to kind of block the movement of energy in your body. So temper, temper tantrum a couple times a week. So go ahead and ask me your question. You talked about endocrine and you uh-huh. also mentioned something else, the auto... Your immune system. So the, sol- the immune system, right. autoimmune system. Yeah. So the solar plexus, which is just above the second chakra, mm-hmm. governs your immune system, including the endocrine system, which are all the glands in your body. However, I was stuck first in your second, which means more ovary related to me, because those are the glands that are in the pelvic cavity for women. Um, and so what will be great for you to do after you've gotten angry, maybe the, every other day. So Monday, you're going to look in the mirror and say, I'm learning to love this woman in the mirror. I'm learning to believe she's amazing. And I'm learning to be proud of her. That'll be your Monday exercise. Okay. And then Tuesday, you can kick and scream and yell and just kind of alternate during the week. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I that can you can that. feed your endocrine. But we'll, what will help you the most is the next time someone offers to help you in any way, who's a good, kind person for you, the answer is yes. So you want to allow yourself to be vulnerable and let people in your life to love you. And then I think you're going to feel a whole lot better. Well, that's wonderful. Right away. Okay? So this can have a benefit in a really short time period? The part about um, letting go of this kind of shield that I see in the um, second layer of your field, absolutely. I see you having almost immediate results if you allow that to happen. Okay. Well, I, I really appreciate this. Oh, you're so welcome. And keep me posted. Let me know how it goes. I will definitely do that, but you're absolutely right on on a couple of things, and you are um, especially about the no and yes in the last two years. Well, good. I'm so glad that I was helpful. 
how do I let you know? Well, you can either call the show or you can write into um, my website. Either way. I will do that. Well, thank you very much You're for welcome. your time. You're welcome. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All righty. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Great. So what's that phone number again, Tom? Yeah, somebody would like to give us a call. They can go ahead and call at one 825 8828 One more time, that number, 877-825-8828. And that is toll-free. I know, all over the country. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Well, I mean, we just got a call from Indiana. I know, it's lovely. Yeah. So I noticed that we have Lisa on the line from Seattle. We do. Great. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm great. About um, two months ago, after I had talked to you that night, I wasn't quite asleep, but I felt like my hands were activated, like something happened to my hands. There was energy coming from them, Mm -hmm. and then I saw colors, um, really bright, uh, violet, blue, red, and yellow, Mm. and then I thought it might have been partly a dream because I heard somebody saying it was the salt. It was the salt? The salt, And, and, and I think it was because I was thinking about cell salts or something to do with homeopathy. Okay, so you're going to have to bring me up to speed. So, yeah. so you called into the show, you uh-huh. said, and we talked on, on the air. Yeah. And then you had this dream. Yeah, it was sort of, it, it didn't feel like a dream at first because it felt like I was in an in, in-between state because it was so soon after I had just gone to go to sleep and right. I wasn't quite asleep. But I, I mean, I saw, I saw your face there and then I felt like my hands, like there was some kind of energy running through them. Oh, that's, that's excellent. I mean, it sounds like the vision that you had or the dream um, was about energy in your own hands. Uh-huh. So have you done anything about that or checked it out? Oh, definitely. What did you do? Um, well, I have been using homeopathy. Oh, great. And it, it, it really has helped quite a bit. Okay, great. Um, but what I'm talking about, if you saw energy in your hands, have you laid your hands on anyone? No, I haven't. Would you consider doing that? Oh, definitely. Okay, I think that would be a great idea because I think dreams mean something to us, visions mean things, and it's important for us to follow up. And then um, you said something about you heard it's in the salt when you were having yeah, a dream? Yeah, it was something that it's like um, I heard a voice saying it, it was the salt that hmm. had activated or something to do with the salt. Well, and are you taking any new type of salt or sea salt using it in your diet? At all? Oh, you know, I had, in September, I had started using some different salt. Okay, good. Yeah. Because a lot of holistic medicine talks about using healthy salt and that, you know, a lot of our body isn't, um, doesn't, isn't holding healthy salts. So maybe that has part of it to do as well. But I think you need to start laying your hands on people and, and see what you experience, you know, even pets, but start with people that are living in your home or neighbors or friends uh-huh. and see what you experience because I think that dream was significant. Well, great. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy holidays. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now. Okay, so um, we were talking a little bit before our our callers, um, our most recent callers, about communicating with our loved ones on the other side. Yes. Okay. And so, again, people will go out of their way to make sure that their loved ones know that they're okay. Crossing an a larger than earth sized bridge to be here. <laughs> so you right. better listen to what they're saying because right. it took them a while. It took them a while and they work so hard at it. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have manuals because some people are actually really good at moving energy in the physical world. You know, yeah. energy workers are good at it. So we can pretty much assume that if when we pass over, you know, that I'm probably going to have a pretty good clue on how to do it. And then, you mm. know, some people just have incredibly strong energy and it won't matter what 
dimension or time-space reality they live in, they're going to be able to move energy. Other people, not the best at it. And so they have manuals, and I see them working, trying the same routine over and over again to flicker a light. I don't, I don't know why, but that is just absolutely hilarious to me. <laughs> well, it just goes to show that love crosses many bridges. This is true. Yeah, this it is, is very unending true. and special and wonderful for everyone, no matter where we are. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and take our break, and okay. in a little bit we'll come back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. So if you're interested in asking a question, again, if you would love for me to read for you about your family members, which I'll remember to do, um, no matter what the question is, um, feel free to call at 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. for a great holiday gift idea? Make gift giving easier with a gift certificate. Giving the gift that enlightens and inspires is as easy as giving a Marie Manu Cherry gift certificate. Your gift certificate is presented in an attractive carrier with your personalized message and a copy of Marie's brochure and a current class product listing. Gift certificates will arrive via first class mail and can be used towards any service Marie offers. To purchase gift certificates, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. live Thursday evenings, 7 to 8 p.m. with an encore presentation the following Thursday between noon and 1. Every Thursday between noon and 1 and 7 and 8 p.m. Brought to you by Sorio Passio ARNP at the Woodenville Women's Healthcare Clinic. Marie is excited to announce a new class lineup for next year. In addition to her weekend Reiki workshop, which she will teach twice next year in the Seattle area and once in Oregon, she is adding a new workshop entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. Marie's one-day workshops will include her annual automatic writing class, backed by popular demand. New to the schedule for next year includes a class that will take an in-depth look into understanding illnesses facing children. As more and more of our children are faced with increasing illnesses and challenges, we as members of their families and society need to gain a better understanding as to what is behind these illnesses from a spiritual and energetic basis. Another exciting new class is entitled The Energy Medicine Experience. Join Marie in learning how to expand on the experience of energy medicine. Marie will also continue her traditional monthly evening classes covering a host of interesting topics, new and old, as well as expanding her teachings to outside Washington State. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and further details. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I'm having a wonderful time answering callers' questions, so please feel free to call us at one 825 
888-888-8828. And that's toll free around the globe. So we'll be happy to hear from you. Um, Zora and I were talking just briefly again. It's going to be so much fun when she has the mic next week. Um, well, she could grab the microphone right now. <laughs> no, shaking her head feverishly, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> so we're going to talk about things like iodine deficiency and vitamin D deficiency and things affecting women's health and thyroid problems and strong links that um, she's aware of regarding um, health issues and breast cancer. So it's mm. going to be really exciting. Now, that's got to be something that's got to be huge because I, I've seen statistics for Washington State being, is it the nation's highest rate of breast cancer? You are kidding. I haven't heard that one. Really? Right. I, I, it was uh, Kevin's show, actually. Really? Kevin had talked about that really? one time and he had seen a statistic someplace that apparently Washington State is like out of hand huh. for that kind of stuff. I don't know. I I'm, haven't heard that before. You would be but, the expert to me. so. <laughs> but, but we'll be Googling that between now and next week and, and we'll find out if that is indeed true. And um, and then, of course, we'll talk about it. Yeah, sure. don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay, well, I, we'll I, check it I out. I thought I heard that someplace. Yeah. <laughs> we will definitely check it out. Yeah. So the other side, and imagine that there are millions, probably more than that, of beings who live on the other side. I personally believe in reincarnation, so I believe that we have free will, and we decide um, whether most of the time it's unconscious when we're going to leave the planet. So we make a decision, and something happens to us, and we go to the other side, and we continue having a different sort of life with a lot more freedom without paying mortgage payments or going to work or having uh, to worry about eating or a dieting. Life without bills. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why family members are so interested in connecting with their loved ones because they're not bogged down with all the physical responsibilities we have here on earth. And so they have more freedom to actually feel you know whatever may have upset a loved mm. one and have the energy and the desire and the patience to help them cope with it. They're not bored, are they? Um, if they are, I feel sorry for them. <laughs> it does happen. I've seen some people yeah. really miss Earth and, and wish that they were back in a physical body when there is just so much fun. You can be incredibly creative. Anything you imagine is created almost instantly right in front of you. Hmm. You can explore. There's other time space realities you can go to. It's very, very fun. So most people, when they pass over, um, they spend um, approximately 100 years on 100 earth years on the other side before they reincarnate again wow. now we have free will so we that can change um, but most people spend a fair amount of time on the other side waiting for their immediate loved ones to pass over and because we tend to reincarnate in similar family groups hmm. and although tom this doesn't pertain to you because you really 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 like your family yeah not everybody does <laughs> and and the reason is because you've been with them over and over and over again and that's why we know how to push each other's buttons so quickly <laughs> and why we drive each other a, a little crazy well hey don't get me wrong my mom knows how to drive me crazy <laughs> she knows that she knows what to do she so, does yeah. huh yeah. right okay <laughs> So next week, of course, Zora is going to be on the on the show, and then on January third, we're going to have Dennis Flaherty, who's a Vedic astrologer. He is here locally, has an office in Edmonds, and he's international. Um, he's the president of. I don't know how many organizations right now that have to do with Western and Eastern astrology. And he's going to come into the studio and actually give readings on the air and talk to us about trends in 2008. Oh, excellent. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He's just a lovely man, and um, we'll have a great time with him on the show. Well, you know, I love being here every week because I just I end up learning new stuff. You do. So what did you learn yeah. today? Uh, <laughs> that, they, that the fourth dimension <laughs> yeah. is gigantic, <laughs> and it's like a big bridge. To yeah. the fifth dimension. Right, yeah. right. And that's today's main point. Right. I'm writing that down in my book. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad you learned that. So if, if you start to think that you um, 
have spent some time on a bridge, even you, Tom, or Zora, or anyone else. In fact, Lori Shin's been answering the phone for us this evening. Thank you so much, Lori. And Lori is a medium herself and um, is teaching classes and does work for her clients' medium work. And I think most people who are mediums, at least today in the upcoming kind of mystical world that seems to have exploded, you don't know you are initially. Mm. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's not like it used to be that you know, people who are psychic and intuitive have been have been known about it all of their life. There's yeah. many people, including myself, who wake up one day and go, "Oh, what's this?" Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know? oh, this is different, <laughs> right? So again, everyone has free will, yeah. and so if you choose to work in mysticism or be a medium or you know be a healer or whatever the terminology is that you want to use, you need to practice. You need to ask questions. You need to study um, because standing on the bridge alone isn't enough. You know, you have to hmm. learn to be able to communicate, learn how to decipher information, translate it, understand what symbols mean, and to ask a lot of questions. You know, like that one when I was talking about the story in the hospital yeah. where this lady kind of yelled at me all day long. Um, if I'd only thought to ask her, you know, mm. so what room is your son in? <laughs> Instead <laughs> of, I'm really busy today. I have a lot of things to do and I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> right. Uh, another interesting story that is coming to my mind all of a sudden, um, s- shortly after I learned I was a medium, I was in a restaurant with a girlfriend in Kirkland where I live. And she happens to have the same name as me. So two Marie's having um, cocktails and dinner. And I was on my second glass of wine, which I'm not a big drinker. So two glasses of wine <laughs> is like four glasses for most people. And I was in the restroom. Yes, on a toilet, going to the bathroom. When a woman from the other side started to talk to me. She's about 30 years of age, um, light colored hair. And she told me that her husband was in the restaurant um, eating dinner and she wanted me to talk to him. And I just looked at her like, you know, because the way I communicate with people on their side is with my mind, through yeah. mental telepathic communication. And I told her, I'm really sorry. I've had two glasses of wine. I don't know which man would be your husband. And I can't just walk around the restroom and ask, because she told me she had just recently passed away, ask all the men there if they'd recently lost their wife. And, and then she just kind of disappeared from my vision. And I, as I was approaching the table after I left the bathroom, I saw a man sitting next to my friend talking to her. And um, I came up to the table and we were introduced and uh, he said, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm bringing my brother. And then when he left, my friend said to me, oh, um, the man that we just met, his twin brother is here and his twin brother had just lost his wife and he's very upset. So they're going to come and sit down and have drinks with us. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think I just talked to his wife in the bathroom. You know, <laughs> and of course, my friend um, knew exactly what I do for a living, you know, and um, and she goes, oh, good, perfect. His wife organized this so well. And I'm like, um, I'm not really comfortable talking to him about this in a restaurant, you know, out in regular world. Yeah. Um, so when they came to the table, I mentioned nothing about my conversation with the woman in the bathroom. Um, but the woman in the bathroom appeared to me and started screaming in my ear. Um, asking me to tell her husband that he was drinking too much, that he was worried about her and he was missing her and driving. And she said that it was was not his time to go. And she mm. was really worried that because he was in such grief for her, because she'd only been gone a short period of time. And she was screaming at me to tell him this. Yeah. So I did. He started to cry. We're in a restaurant, you know, and this person is crying that I don't even know. So I don't even know how to really console. And what he was most upset about, um, he didn't deny. He said that I was absolutely right. And he was going to consider some other coping mechanisms like see a therapist or, you know, talk to a grief counselor. But what he was most upset about is that his wife was talking to me, a complete stranger, instead of him. Mm -hmm. So I tried to explain to him what we were just talking about. 
smooth jazz station. Yeah. And country station. Right. (laughs) And how we're on different frequencies. Mm. I've also practiced for a long time how to communicate to people on the other side. So I'm it's a fairly easy technique for me. And people on the other side know that this is what I do for a living. That's why they'll come approach me at Starbucks or the bathroom or (laughs) wherever. Right. So um, at any rate, he, um, I gave him my card and asked him to call me during the week, you know, when we both hadn't had any alcohol in our bodies. And I talked to him for a while on the phone, and um, he did um, seek other help. So I'm, I haven't seen or spoke to him since, but I'm, I feel very confident that he's doing well and has found other ways to cope with the loss of his wife. That's good. Yeah. That's a yeah. very good story. So you just, you know, if you see me in a restaurant, Tom, you know, and if someone's crying, you pretty <laughs> much know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that, that, seemed, that does seem like a kind of an awkward place where you're like, hey, can yeah. Could you come at a different time right. and maybe let me know to do right. this? Because we're in the middle of a restaurant. Yeah. Could get a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do have a rule. I ask the universe that when I'm out in the mainstream world, unless it's an absolute emergency, mm. I ask that they let me just live my life. Well, as, maybe that was the emergency. It, it was. And You may save the guy's life by telling him that you know, drinking and right? driving is not good. Well, and I give full credit to his wife yes. because she gave, you know, she worked really hard um, to make sure that I told him what she knew what was going mm. on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what else did you learn today? Man, sometimes it's a little too much to take it all in. <laughs> and then, I, well, I don't realize how much of it I've soaked in until the next time. And then right. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is all this is old, old hat for me. We, we talked about this before. Um, well, I think the interesting thing, Tom, is when you and I met, um, you know, when I knew that you were going to be the audio engineer yeah. for this show, and I asked if you knew anything about the woo-woo world, and you said, no, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. really. <laughs> hey, that's why I'm the perfect guinea pig, because yeah. I'm, I'm a natural skeptic. Right, so I'm, right. I kind of, I like to approach things kind of neutral, if I can. Right. As the... Uh, and, and what was your, what is your grandfather's name? Could you call him Papa? Pop, Pop, Pop. Pop, yeah, because yeah, he's standing right behind you, and he, well, he's actually has his arms around you because uh, he just thinks you're so adorable. He, he, <laughs> that's exactly what he thinks is adorable. He loves your laugh. Um, he loves your smile. He loves your enthusiasm and your ability to talk about all this woo-woo stuff, you know, when it's not the normal thing. You know, when yeah. you're at the bookstore, you may be at music, you know, and I'm in the woo-woo section, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the self-help, you know, section. And he, um, I think that your grandfather, your papa, is that what you called him? Pop-pop. Pop, pop, yeah. yeah. That um, he must have loved the holidays too, because he's got like, you know, all this kind of Christmas stuff all around him. Yeah, he liked Christmas. Yeah, he liked Christmas. So, a lot. so he's really enjoying this time, and I'm, I know he wishes that you were going to spend time with your family, and I know you wish you could I too. I wish I could too. Yeah. But he will be with you, so you will be with family, and he'll be spending time with you, and he'll go back and forth. And well, my grandma and my aunt live in, uh, my aunt lives in Shoreline, and my oh, grandma's great. in town right now from New York, so I'll be hanging with them. On good, Christmas. Yeah. good. Well, he'll be there, and don't be surprised if you feel your sister and your mom and dad while you're there. I mean, more significantly than you normally do because Mm. he's been listening to our conversation, your grandfather has, and so he's going to make sure that he buzzes back and forth and and allows you to feel more of their presence. So you'll have to let me know um, how that all happens because I'm curious to know. Yeah, I'll make make a mental note of that. Great, great, great. So um, Zora will be here next week, and we'll be talking about women's health and healing and nutrition and vitamins and some of the new things to be watching out for, like um, deficiencies of vitamin D. And then on January 3rd, we will have Dennis Flaherty, a Vedic astrologer here in the studio, talking about trends for 2008. And he will be also doing readings for those people who call in. So make sure you call in and ask Zora and Dennis and myself questions um, anytime you want. Of course, you're welcome to call in. 
I wish everyone a safe and happy Thursday and this weekend. Be safe out there Christmas shopping. And don't buy too much, okay? <laughs> it gets ravenous at this time. It we're really we're does. like a week and a half out from Christmas. People are wild at the right, stores right, right. now, or, fighting over Elmos and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> or you can do what I do you write a nice check to your kids, and then you take them Christmas shopping the day after Christmas, and then they get it all on sale. And they get twice the stuff. And they love you even more, <laughs> twice as much. <laughs> So please tune in to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. You'll be able to hear an encore of this presentation next Thursday at noon, between noon and one. And then we'll be live again with Sora and myself between seven and eight. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW, Seattle.